Welcome to Binge on Self-Love, a weekly podcast where we discuss everything about binge eating, procrastination, recovery, self-love and self-acceptance. I'm your host Anna, but you can call me Anchi, and every Tuesday I'll cover a topic related to binge eating, procrastination or self-acceptance. I'll share some of my experience and hopefully encourage you not to give up on the recovery. Make sure to subscribe to Binge on Self-Love podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. For more content on binge eating, self-love and self-acceptance, visit bingeonselflove.com and follow me on Instagram at bingeonselflove. Disclaimer. Binge on Self-Love podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It doesn't provide a professional medical advice and it is not a substitute for diagnosis or treatment. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Binge on Self-Love podcast. I'm your host Anchi. First of all, as every episode, I want to thank you so much for your support and for taking your time and tuning in and listening to this episode. It means so much to me. I really, really enjoy making this podcast and I'm excited for every episode and your support and you listening to this really helps me and and it ensures me that it's really, really important to speak about topics like eating disorders and self-love and self-acceptance and procrastination and all these kind of stuff. So thank you so much for your support. For today's episode, I've decided to do something a little different than I've done so far. As some of you may know, if you've listened to any of the previous episodes, I've been struggling with eating disorders, with anorexia and binge eating disorder to be specific, which is also one of the reasons why I've decided to make this podcast. And I share my experience and some tips and tricks that helped me throughout my recovery journey. But I've realized I've never actually shared more about my experience with eating disorders and about my background and how did I develop an eating disorder, what was my recovery journey. So I decided that today I would like to share a part of my story because since you listen to this podcast, you deserve to know who I am and where do I come from when I'm talking about binge eating and self-love and self-acceptance and when I'm giving away different tips and tricks. I also want to say that I completely understand if you do not like listening to personal stories, so feel free to skip this episode. I'll be back next week with a little less self-centered episode for sure. Before we dive in, I want to make sure that you know this is just my story and my experience and the reason why I want to share it is because I know from my own experience that if you are struggling with something like an eating disorder, then it can be extremely isolating and lonely and depressing. Sometimes learning about someone else's story and that someone is going through the same shit as you are can encourage you not to give up and it can make you feel less isolated and less lonely in your struggles. So please keep in mind that this is my story, my experience and Your story will be different and everyone else's story will be different. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. When it comes to eating disorders, I think it's important to give you some kind of 
background of where I think it all started. And I actually don't want to talk about the period when I was struggling with anorexia. It's not that I wouldn't feel comfortable talking about it. I don't have a problem with that. It's more that I feel like it happened so long ago that I already shifted my mind from that period a lot. And I have a different point of view on things now. I feel like it wouldn't come out as honest because I wouldn't describe it as it really was and how I felt at that time. Whereas binge eating is something I've struggled for the past six or seven years or so. I'm 26 years old and my first struggles with food appeared when I was somewhere around 15 or 16. And I honestly can say that I didn't give a damn about food until then. I ate whatever, whenever I wanted. When I was around 15, I had some health issues that I needed to address. I was having a stomach ache, so I went to a doctor and he basically told me that I needed to incorporate more fiber and more vegetable and more fruit into my diet. Honestly, he was completely right because I wasn't eating the healthiest. I was eating a lot of fatty foods. It wasn't like junk food. It was always homemade meals, but it wasn't really that healthy I would say and I was honestly missing some kind of balance in what I was eating. Ever since then, ever since the doctor's appointment, me and my parents started to care more about what I was eating and I must say that my health improved a lot overall in pretty short period of time which I was really really happy about but one thing that happened which was never the intention of anybody is that I became I would say terrified of certain types of food for example a chocolate or two fatty foods or dairy products and stuff like that the problem was that I wasn't afraid that I would gain weight. I was afraid that I'll be sick again like I was before. Before I started to take more care about what I was eating. And it was honestly much later that I started to associate not eating with the feeling that I have things under my control and with losing weight. I lost a lot of weight because the changes I've made in my diet. But... It was more of a consequence of eating different types of foods, I would say. It wasn't intentional. It wasn't like, I need to lose weight type of eating at all. I lost a lot of weight. I became more controlling of what I was eating. And fast forward, I was sitting at a psychiatric office with my parents being diagnosed with anorexia. I started seeing a therapist pretty soon. Luckily, I was able to recover. But I must say that it was more that I was recovered more physically than mentally, to be honest. I feel like I never really understood why I was doing it. How did I get to the point where I wasn't able to eat? And how did I become so afraid of food? Honestly, from my point of view now... A part of the reason why I developed binge eating disorder was because I didn't understand why I was so afraid of food in the first place. I thought I was recovered, but I feel now, looking back at it now, I feel like I went straight to binge eating, which was when I was somewhere between 18 and 19. And it all went downhill from there. 
The first binge that I remember, no, there are actually two of them that I remember that stood out in my mind. The first binge that I remember was at my 18th birthday party. I remember vividly that I waited until like 6 a.m. before everyone would wake up after the party and I just went insane and ate everything that I was craving the whole party. It was so much food and I ate it all like within 20 minutes before anybody started to wake up and I was like so sick but I but I promised myself that I won't tell anybody and that I'm not going and that I'm going to pretend like it never actually happened. The second time that I remember I binged was a year later around the same time it was in winter in February. I got home from my prom and I got home at like around 2, 3 a.m. I'm not sure and I ate an entire box of chocolate muffins as I said at like 2 a.m. because I was starving and I felt sad and I felt tired and I just couldn't help myself. I, I knew that I'll be sick and I felt so bad. Those were two very first binges that I remember. I can say that binge eating kind of sneaked in if that makes sense. It started out very slowly and unobtrusive. I'm unable to see the very clear line where when the restrictive behavior changed into binge eating, but then binge eating started to take over like fully and completely over my life. And I was, I think I was 19 when binge eating started to creep in. I remember that after school, I would go to a grocery store and get myself like a candy bar or two or a cookie or something that I would not normally eat. And I would come home and eat it as quickly as I could before anybody else would come home. And I would throw the wrappers to a dustbin so my family wouldn't have a clue that I just ate that. And it gradually started to increase the frequency of me buying junk food and telling my friends not to wait for me after school because I didn't want them to go with me and come to the grocery store and see all the junk food that I was buying. And I honestly didn't understand it at the time. I didn't understand what I was doing and why I was doing it. I just know I felt extremely embarrassed and extremely ashamed for doing this. And I also felt like I'm lying to my parents. At the same time, I had no idea what I was doing. And I felt that I'm the girl that doesn't eat junk food. I'm the girl that eats healthy. And I was terrified that my friends or classmates and my family would see me eating all this shitty food. So I kept eating that in my room, hidden hoping no one would ever find out. Which is exactly what I think should have been the number one warning sign for me. The sneakiness. Hiding in my room, eating things that I thought I shouldn't be eating and being terrified that someone would find out. I think this is like a clear warning sign. The summer after high school is where I think binge eating really took over my life for the first time because I had four months of holiday after graduation and before starting the university. So I had plenty of time on my hands and I didn't really have many friends to hang out with, nor did I have much plans or anything, to be honest. So I spent a lot of time at home 
being on my own and binge eating. I would go to the grocery store every single day, sometimes twice a day, and I bought a bag full of junk food. And then I would come home and I would just binge. And I remember I was just so physically sick because I ate like an entire box of misli and entire box of milk and like three muffins and a donut and a chocolate and then another piece of pastry and chips and pizza and all that i was so sick i felt so bad at that time i still had no clue why i was doing it i didn't want to tell anybody because i felt so ashamed and honestly so disgusted with myself and i became really terrified of seeing my friends and them seeing that i've gained so much weight so i worked out almost every single day and i tried to restrict myself on the other days when i wasn't binging this obviously only led more to the binge eating cycle which is something that i've covered in the very first episode of this podcast when you binge and then you restrict yourself you crave more of the food that you you are trying to avoid so you end up binging again and that's like the vicious cycle of binging and restricting yourself. In September that year, I've enrolled in the university. And honestly, when I think of my time at the university, all I can think of is binge eating. The very first year of the university for me was mostly about me struggling with uh, struggling in the new environment, balancing my desire to be a perfect student and a perfect girlfriend and a perfect person while struggling with binge eating at the same time. I remember those feelings. On every Sunday afternoon when I was leaving for school, it was like four hour bus ride. And every single Sunday afternoon, I was thinking about how this time it's going to be different. And every Sunday, I would switch to a very straight, restrictive mindset. I was like, I'm going to eat super healthy. I'm going to study all the time and work out a lot. And then when I got home on Wednesday night, because I had only three days of school the the first year, I got home and I let go. I binged and I usually didn't work out. It was really bad on my mental health because on Sunday evening, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I was barely eating or eating super healthy, super clean. And I was working out and I was spending most of my free time studying and stuff like that. And just really try to be perfect and then I would get home. I just switched. All of a sudden, I didn't give a care about school and I started to binge. It was honestly a pretty crazy period in my life. Again, I didn't tell anybody. I felt like all of that was happening because I felt so much pressure on the university. I still had no clue what I was doing. I've obviously tried to search for as much information as I could, but there wasn't really much about it. I didn't even know what to search for. But I remember I was so relieved when I found a block of a girl who, who shared her struggle with binge eating online. And I was like, finally, someone who is going through the same shit. I'm not crazy. I'm not the only one going through this. And it was honestly the first time that I realized that this must be something more than just me not being able to tame my appetite or me 
loving all this food so much. And honestly, looking bad at my life at the university, I must say I'm not really proud of it because it was all about me trying to be perfect person but failing a big time. I felt so much pressure to pass all my exams on the first try and in everything before the deadline and I couldn't keep up with that because A, I hated the major I studied, B, I was feeling homesick because I had a boyfriend at home and my whole family was home and my little brother who was born a few months before I started at the university was at home and I didn't have that much opportunity to see them. I've always been very shy and introverted and find it really hard to make friends or just to meet people and speak to people. Feeling isolated, I obviously inclined to binge eating even more. The first year and a half were really hard in terms of binge eating. I remember one day when I was at school and I was about to go to an exam, I was so stressed and anxious that I locked myself in the school bathroom and I cried. And I was so desperate, I remember I was just, I feel, I think I had like a panic attack or something. I I was like so done. I promised myself not to ever let things go out of control at this level. After a year and a half at the university, I decided to switch from full-time studying to distance learning mainly because I wanted to make my mental health a priority and I wanted to finally face the binge eating problem. And I thought that me being away at the university was and dealing with all this, all this pressure on my own was the main reason why I was binge eating in the first place. But honestly, it was probably the worst decision that I've made because it only meant that I had more time on my hands and more time to binge. I remember I've tried to search for a therapist or for some professional that would be able to help me but uh, at the time I wasn't able to find anyone because I live in a in a very small city and I have searched obviously in the bigger cities but still there wasn't anybody who would have experience with treating binge eating disorder. So I thought I had to do this on my own and I obviously had no clue how to do that. So unfortunately binge eating throughout the year and a half got even worse and it became my escape from reality. When I was binging I didn't feel anything bad. I didn't feel the heaviness of the reality. I didn't feel sad or anxious or angry with myself. All of that came later. But when I was binging, I was postponing all the bad for later. And for me, binge eating always got worse during the exam period. It may be the same case for you, I don't know. I was super stressed and anxious and depressed. And I was binge eating so much more because I felt like I'm the most stupid, disgusting, incompetent person in the world to be studying at the university and I honestly believed I was meant to fail. So instead of studying, I binged and I procrastinated watching YouTube only to feel more and more anxious and depressed as the exams were approaching. And I promised myself each and every time that the next semester is going to be different and I will get better and I'll get help and everything. But 
Obviously, it never was like that. If something, it was worse. I think I can safely say that at some point, binge eating took over my entire life. It was no longer something that I've done because I was restricting my food or because I was feeling stressed or depressed. It was because it became a habit. A habit that I kept repeating every single day, multiple times a day for many, many years. Eventually, I had graduated university and I enrolled in master's degree and I got a job and I moved in with my boyfriend, but still I was binge eating and food was all I could think about. I've literally spent everything that I've earned, all money that I had saved, and I spent it all on binge food. I went to the store every single day and I bought a bag or two full of junk and I would come home and eat it all. And I would binge on anything from pizza through pastry, chocolate, ice cream, cookies, to things like rice and bread and yogurt, just just simply anything, anything that could make me feel good and make me forget the reality and make me forget everything that I had to do that day. And every night I was laying in my bed with my stomach so full that I thought it literally will explode. And I promised myself every single day that this was the last time it happened and I'll never do it again. One thing that I think people who never had any issues with binge eating or any eating disorder per se is how lonely and isolated eating disorders can make you feel. And that after some time, it's no longer just about food. It's about controlling your emotions and avoiding and dealing with uncomfortable situations and about the relationship you have with yourself. I got to a point where I no longer wanted to meet any of my friends. I was honestly terrified that they would see me and they they would see how much weight I gained. And I didn't want them to ask me what I was up to because all I was doing was literally binging and that's obviously not something you want to tell people about. I preferred staying home and binging rather seeing my boyfriend because I was so ashamed of myself and I gave up on all my hobbies and my dreams and I unfortunately I built aversion to sport and to exercise because I came to a conclusion that there was no point in working out if I'm going to binge anyway. So that was it. That was my life for about four years in a row. As I've said, I've started binge eating on a regular basis when I was 19 and I was binging continuously until I think 23 or 24 I'm 26 now and I started seeing a therapist uh, when I was, I think, 23. And I can say that the past two years of my life were much better in terms of binge eating. I cannot say that I've never binged, but my binges were much less intense than before, less frequent, and I was also much more able to understand why I binged. And now that I've shared my binge eating journey and how it was for me, I also thought it could be 
good idea to share some of the things that I feel like helped me when it comes to recovering from binge eating. But I want to emphasize that I'm not a professional and please don't take this as an ultimate guide on how to stop binge eating. These are just some things that I personally believed helped me a lot when it comes when it comes to binge eating recovery. So I think that essentially there are three things that helped me the most to get where I am now. Um, number one is therapy. When it comes to therapy, I want to emphasize that for the longest time, I believed that I had to go through this on my own and that nobody can help me and that there is nobody who could even help me to deal with binge eating and that no one could understand what I was going through. And I also felt super embarrassed and disgusted with myself and I didn't want to tell anybody. But honestly, getting a therapist was the best decision I've ever made when it comes to binge eating because I finally started to face the problem and not to run away from it. And I also started to take the whole recovery process more seriously. What helped me the most was having someone who understood what I was going through and who I feel kind of set me up a mirror and I saw what I was doing and the therapist helped me to understand why I was doing it. And at the end of the day, I think therapy still is about you doing the work. No one will do it for you. But just talking about things and saying them out loud can make a huge difference and it can make you understand yourself much more. So number one thing that I believe to help me when it comes to binge eating is therapy. I think number two was shifting my mindset. What I believed helped me a lot when it comes to recovering from binge eating disorder was shifting my mindset from being too focused on losing weight to caring more about my actual health. I know it's easier said than done and I've definitely haven't changed my mindset overnight. It was a very slow and gradual process. It was one of the hardest things but one of the most important things to learn during the recovery process. Because at the end of the day, being skinny or having the most muscles on your body is not going to help you to do things you want to do every single day. Whereas when you take care of yourself and you take care of your body and your mental health, your body will give it back. And honestly, for a really long time, I saw weight loss as the only thing that mattered when it comes to the recovery. It was my main reason why I wanted to stop binge eating. It was because I wanted to lose weight. And obviously it never lasted too long. Having weight loss as, as my main goal and my main source of motivation got me through like two or three days and then I would just give up and quit and binge even more than before. But thinking more about what binge eating is doing to my body and to my health, paying attention to all of the signs my body was giving me, like being bloated all the time and having stomach ache even when I wasn't binging and feeling out of breath and having problems with my teeth and my skin being irritated all the time, but also mentally feeling like shit 24-7. When I started to focus more on this 
and more on what I'm feeding my body with, it became a much stronger source of motivation to me. I can pretty much say it became my why in terms of the recovery that I believed actually helped me to get through it. One more thing that I believed was really important was that before I started the recovery journey, I was like, I'm done. I don't care if I'll gain weight and I'll be like 20 kilos heavier as long as I'll be healthy and happy and not binging anymore. And just saying that, I think was a, such a huge shift in my mind because up until then, all I was the most afraid of was gaining weight. And by saying this, I made my health a priority, which I'm incredibly grateful for. And also a very important shift in my mindset was not trying to approach food as good and as bad, which is something most people with eating disorders struggle with. We create this list of things that we feel are safe to eat and that we believe won't make us gain weight. And then there's a list of food that we marked as bad, which is usually everything we crave and everything we wish we could eat. I thought before starting the therapy that recovery meant that I'll have to eat clean and healthy and that I won't eat anything that I had in the bad food category. And it was obviously the dumbest thing to, to think because seeing food as good and as bad was essentially the main reason why I would end up binging. In reality, what I needed to learn was to stop restricting myself and start to start listening more to my body and being more flexible in what I was eating. Anyone who struggles with binge eating knows that eating like one thing that was on your quote bad food list, for example, a cookie or a slice of pizza was like trigger of the I already screwed up. I can now eat everything as well because it doesn't really matter anymore mindset. And this was honestly one of the hardest things for me to unlearn. Even when I went an entire day without binging and then I would have like a piece of chocolate or a little bit of popcorn, my mind would scream, you fucked up again. And I would binge. And I know unlearning this mindset is really, really hard, but it's not impossible. And it makes a huge difference in how you will approach food. The last very important thing that I believed had a positive impact on my recovery journey was opening up and talking about the problem that I had. I talked about it with my therapist, but most importantly, I admitted it to my family. I talked about it with my boyfriend and I honestly cannot thank him enough for all the hours he spent listening to me and supporting me and talking to me about everything that was on my mind. And I've also also talked about it with my mom and my brother and my best friend. And now also other people know because of this podcast. I still feel that binge eating is something that not as many people talk about because it's something that makes a lot of us feel ashamed. I think it's something that most of us don't even really understand. We don't know why we're doing it. Yeah, and opening up about it helped me a lot. And of course, it wasn't easy to admit it. And it was uncomfortable to talk about it, mainly because I was afraid that people won't understand. 
because eating disorders for many people mean you're not eating and you're super skinny and anything anything else than that just doesn't really make sense to them but my family was really supportive and I'm I'm incredibly grateful for that if you have someone close to you someone you trust consider talking to them about your problem sharing your problem you don't need to ask them for advice on binge eating disorder obviously that's that's a job for a professional but sharing your problem with someone honestly feels like a weight has been lifted off your shoulders they can support you they can encourage you on the recovery journey and they will be there when things get hard as of right now i'm at a point where i'm not binging but i feel like with eating disorders especially with binge eating it's really difficult to say like i'm fully recovered and i don't binge anymore because from my experience there were periods when i was absolutely sure that i would never ever binge again and then something happened and i binged so i'm kind of more reserved when it comes to saying that i feel that i have fully recovered but this is just my opinion it doesn't have to be like that for everybody and as of right now i'm not binging and i feel incredibly grateful for that and happy about it also i'd like to say that i've shared my story not to pity me or not to make anybody feel sorry for me that's really not the point i shared it because i know it could help someone out there not to feel as alone in their struggles and not to feel as isolated so that's all i have for you today thank you so much for letting me share part of my story and my experience with binge eating disorder and my recovery journey as i've said i'm not sharing it i'm not sharing it to pity me or to make anybody feel sorry for me i'm sharing it because eating disorders are something that we need to speak about and we need to have a conversation about these problems because so many people struggle with an eating disorder and they may feel lost and alone with their struggles Thank you so much for taking your time and for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to Binge on Self Love podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any future episodes. You can find more content on binge eating, procrastination, and self love at bingeonselflove.com and follow me on Instagram at bingeonselflove. Talk to you soon. Bye.